Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Mohammed Kermali from the Richmond Hill Board of Trade. Mohammed is the current past chair of the board. Welcome, Mohammed. Thank you, Marge. Uh, appreciate what you're doing here at CTC, and thank you for, uh, for having me join you today. Yeah, I am very glad you could make the time. Mohammed, let's start by you telling us a little about yourself and your business. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, um, I am the current owner and founder of uh, a couple of companies here in the Richmond Hill community that have been here, well, now for about 15 years uh, and going on. We started with Skytech Executive Office Suites uh, way back in 2006. And uh, it's basically kind of like a microcosm of Richmond Hill. It's a community of businesses that come together and uh, share, you know, common boardrooms, meeting rooms, reception areas, reception staff. And uh, we try to keep it, you know, nice. We, we work on the vibe, as we say, you know, for the many, for many, many years. And we've got a wonderful community here of Richmond Hill businesses that come together and make an, an amazing community at Skytech. And we're still going. Uh, we've also, since then, uh, created another brand called Scale It recently in the last few years um, that has really helped companies manage the distributed workforce, the hybrid remote working teams. And you've heard about all the challenges that are going on out there with remote teams and hybrid teams and work from home or return to office. And uh, it's really fulfilling to have a, uh, to be part of something that is really providing like a workable solution for people on both ends, you know, the, the, the staff as well as the companies keeping things sustainable, keeping things profitable. Uh, like we don't have enough challenges, you know, as business owners right now in, in the world. So understanding that and probably the underlying concept is humanizing, you know, business again. I think that's an element that um, many people are yearning for. So that's a little bit about us and what we do here in Richmond Hill. I've had the good fortune of joining the Board of Trade and then discovering an, an even greater mem you know, group of community members here in Richmond Hill uh, that was going on for now. It's been three, four years that I've been on the, on the board and you know, have had the pleasure of working beside some fantastic people, both on the board level and you know, in terms of who the, the board also ends up dealing with and people like yourself. Okay, thank you. Yes. Well, this idea of humanizing business, I, I think that is fantastic. I can attest that you have an amazing facility. It was a few years ago, but uh, I certainly had a tour of your place and I was impressed. And I'm very glad that you are uh, part of the Board of Trade. So uh, thank you for stepping up and doing that. I yeah. believe there are many people that don't really know what the Board of Trade is. Can you give us an explanation? 
You know, that's that's a great question. I think um, for one thing, the border trade has been around for a long, long time, which means anything that's been around for a long time has probably evolved in terms of its function and its purpose. When the boards of trades were initially founded, they were a place where, you know, people would come together, meet neighbors, you know, develop their business relationships, customers, vendors, um, learn about, you know, ideas and best practices. So some of those elements are are pretty timeless. And when people are thinking about building their their networks, um, it's like a it's like a puzzle. And they're just different pieces to it. So nowadays people network online through social media. Uh, these are all great ways to be able to network. And I don't think there's really one way in which to network. I think you usually, if you're doing it right and people are looking for different ways to anchor themselves out there, you gotta you gotta put together a um like a mix of ways in which you network. So building that community around yourself, you can do it online, but if you were to think about doing it in person. The Board of Trade tries to be that network for you that helps you to do it in person. You meet people, you shake hands, you you develop, you know, relationships um, beyond, you know, what a message or a post uh, will be able to enable. Right. So it's very, very personal. Uh, and it's been it's been working for people for a long, long time. And it continues to be a, a very important part of the network. Very good. Yes. And I think we've all stopped to think about what is the importance of meeting in person. And it's, uh, I think we all have to conclude we need to. So, Well, you know, Marge, back in the day, you know, I, I say back in the day, I'm a little old school, but so be it now. Uh, you know, it, it used to be about personal relationships. I think it still is about personal relationships, even when people are networking faster and want to get to the point and want to get the job done. Ultimately, the the big opportunities, the big transactions don't just happen like that. They happen based on things like trust and and learning and comfort. And you can't have that without that that personal interaction. So um, so that's that's one thing that yeah, it looks like it's a really good compliment for for people to be able to take advantage of. And people in the online world often talk about feeling a little isolated or feeling a little lonely sitting behind a screen. So this is also another way to just get out there and interact. And if I dare say for your own health and wellness to mm -hmm. connect with people and be in touch. Yeah. yeah. I think it's something that we've all, we all now know the value of, especially since COVID and things like that. Yes, definitely. I do know that the board of trade does offer more than just networking. Uh, there are lots of other services, benefits for members. Can you tell us a little bit about those? You're right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, there, there are smaller things along the way that, you know, as, as a as a group, uh, there are there's a by group element sort of, you know, functionality to it where you're able to take advantage of discounts um, on anything as small as, um, you know, gas prices, which is actually not a small thing. It adds up over some time, um, you know, benefits packages, things that people need to get on a regular basis for their businesses. Uh, which we then, you know, consolidate through some buy groups. And so there's one big advantage right there. Uh, the bigger one really, and it's not just a networking, it's opportunity to advocate, for example. And that's a big one. It's very under uh, underappreciated sometimes. You know, there's a saying, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. You know, when you actually need the help, when you actually want to talk to an MP or an MPP, uh, you get to be at 
events that are organized by the Richmond Hill Board of Trades to create this opportunity to interact with them, not at the time when you want something, but at the time where you want to build that relationship and, and comfort level with another. So you see each other as neighbors. So that's a huge thing, because then when the time comes and you need to talk to somebody who's in politics or you need some advocacy being done for you, the Board of Trade really, really facilitates that. Right. Yeah. I I know uh, from my past experience that the board does work closely with our elected officials of all levels. Yes. Uh, I know uh, Godwin Chen, a regional counselor, is part of the board as well. And there is a uh, government affairs committee. Are you part of that or? Um, I have worked with the government affairs committee. We, you know, what's great about our government affairs committee is that it's a very big component of what you know, what, what the Board of Trade is. So it it functions uh, in its own sort of domain within the, the board itself. So it has its own chairperson uh, and that chairperson usually works with, you know, the board of directors or is already on the board of directors. Uh, so I have, for example, just out of interest and sometimes just to support our chair, gone to events, met with government officials, gone to like the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, and then there's a Canadian Chamber of Commerce. And these are places where we go and we start actually having opportunity to input into what later becomes law and policy. Mm-hmm. And we're able to take the thoughts of our members, you know, have a place here to gather those thoughts, talk about those thoughts, flush them out, vet them into presenting them in a format that is then digestible at that level. And then you start becoming successful in seeing those things come through. It's a process that most people individually either are not built to walk through alone or don't have the time or the resources to focus in. So that's where we come together and and help with that through the Government Affairs Committee. And yeah, I've had the pleasure of working with them on a few things. And um, the more I work with them, the more I want to work with them. So there's that's I think that's like one of those kind of things. The more you see, the better you understand it. And then you start really being able to see how it can actually, you know, provide that value back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, it's a piece of the puzzle and it's a very, very important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, if I may, you know, aside from the government affairs committee as well, you know, there's also opportunities for people to learn best practices. So there are webinars, there are seminars, there are workshops that are conducted by other community members and sometimes by outside experts who come in to speak on a specific topic, uh, on areas of interest, areas of challenges that people are meeting. And the best one, I think, is where the members themselves, like you, the person, get a platform if you want to go and talk about something and you want to you want to offer something, some knowledge, you want to teach something, you want to give something. And I always always say to my best friends who are, who are talking about joining the Board of Trade, and I tell them, don't think about it as something that you come to get something from, but something you can come to give to as well, to be a part of and yeah. to belong. Yeah. yeah, very well said. Yes, I, uh, I definitely concur with you with that. And yes, I see that there's always something, HR issues, legal. How would you describe business community here in Richmond Hill? Like, do you have a sense of, how many businesses there are, what you know, what sort of types of businesses there are? Oh, I love the community here in Richmond Hill. Uh I, I I've lived I've lived outside Richmond Hill. In fact, I just recently moved to Richmond Hill for this reason. Uh, I grew up outside of Richmond Hill, just in an in a neighboring city. Uh so York Region has been home to me for a very, very long time. Um and really for the most part, it, you know, 
people are people, neighbors are all the same. Uh, but what I love about Richmond Hill, what I think makes Richmond Hill unique is first of all, it's in this geographically, it's in a very, I find like a central place. Uh, so there's a lot of, there are a lot of people coming through here. And a while ago, this area used to be known as north of the city. And now with the growth of what's been happening in the GTA, Richmond Hill is now considered north central. And when you really look at it on the map now, the, the extended map, the GTA as you have it, it's very central to, to you know, the highways. And, and I'm not the only one saying this. We've got now university campuses coming up nearby. Uh, you know, you've got just a, a beautiful, uh, I guess that's what it is. It's a community. It's a combination of uh, great neighborhoods where people live. And you've got this north end of the, the Beaver Creek Business Park, which has been here for such a long time, as well as these new business parks that are coming up that were considered like, and for a long time still are, like tech, tech centers. So you have international companies coming here. Companies from auto, companies from tech, companies from healthcare, and then all the other industries that feed into these places. So you've got service providers, um, you know, and and all this it's this amazing ecosystem. So I think that's what makes Richmond Hill a really good place to to come to work and a, a great place to come to live as well. Very good. That's a very nice synopsis of our city. So yes, and uh, I think you realize that a lot more change is going to happen in ten years from now. It, things will look different with the building that is being proposed. You know, can I say something, March? Um, yeah. We're on this topic. I remember not long ago, and I mean, this is unscripted, right? So it just you reminded me when I, I was part of a group once that was, was getting together to talk about, you know, the future of Richmond Hill or the future of York region. And I distinctly remember back then there was this thought that, hey, look at this city over here. It's known for tech or look at this city. It's known for this industry. And there was this thought about how we might be like we might change or how we could be more like other cities. And I remember distinctly at that event saying, guys, do we realize that Richmond Hill has something that others don't have? And it is main it has managed to maintain itself as a, I find, I gotta say, a very intimate group, a very intimate community. People know each other here. And you know, I talked we talked about humanizing the workplace. I find Richmond Hill to be very like it's very humanized. People know each other. People stop and talk to each other. It's not just about business, you know, and I, I find that both in the residential neighborhoods as well as in the commercial and corporate environments, there still is that vibe, that culture. I think that's outstanding about Richmond. Okay. I like to hear your perspective on that. So yes. Uh, can you talk about any challenges that you see Richmond Hill facing right now? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's it's like the other side of the coin, I say. So the beautiful thing about being a small, intimate community is, again, that, you know, when you look at it, the geographical size of it versus, you know, the populations of other cities, right? So right away, what does that mean? That means sometimes the pool of people that Richmond Hill businesses have here to be able to draw from, to employ, right? It's a smaller pool. So then there are questions that we ask ourselves as as a larger community saying, how can we provide better opportunities to have access to a variety of pools of talent and people who can live within a certain close proximity to each other, to have access to each other, to have access to opportunity and create a really well-balanced 
you know, community. So that's definitely a challenge you'll always have when you have a smaller piece of land, right, to be able to do that with. And Richmond Hill seems pretty built out. It's, it's you know, it's not like you got a lot of farmland still left or a lot of undeveloped land. So, of course, that's going to be one of the challenges that come with it. But how you roll with it is how I think we've been rolling with it. So better public, tra- you know, transit access, um, widening some of the roads so that it's easier to get through here. Um, it, you know, creating those incentives for businesses to come and locate themselves here. And, you know, something as simple as, did you know, like, you know, it's free parking here still? I didn't know that was a big deal, but, when you know, it actually can be. And the nuisance of, of you know, the highway traffic and congestion that you get in other parts. So how we roll with it is we roll with it on the things that we have strengths in, right? So it's still peaceful enough. It's still quiet enough here in Richmond Hill that life is, I find, less stressful. And that's a big plus. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we have challenges, but I think what we have going for us positions us really well to meet those challenges and to thrive. I like your positive attitude. So thank you. Talking about being positive, we uh, will soon have the Business Achievement Awards. Uh, May 4th is when the big ceremony is. A lot of work. As done before in terms of choosing the businesses. So, uh, yeah, my business on richmondhill.com was a recipient back in 2012. And I believe you have also received the Business Achievement Award, correct? Uh, you know what's the thing is I've I've never applied, I've never wanted to be nominated uh for the for the award. Uh and when it started really getting recognized, I would pass on the opportunity because I really think that it's great for blessed. We have so much support already. And if we want to give recognition, let's give recognition to others who that support could really, really help. So it's been great seeing the work that the judging panel and all the sponsors and the participants who put the time in to create great organizations, just like the one you've got and the great services, like people like yourself who've provided, um, always innovating, always looking for ways to get better. And these categories through which we can demonstrate best practices and you know different centers of excellence and learn from each other. So it's a, it's a marquee event. It's a great time to be able to celebrate what I call like the awesomeness, you know, of the different members of our community here. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a great event and it's very well received and it's been growing. And yeah. um, you know, if there's any contribution I would say I've made, it was during the time where I was chair. And now, thanks to the you know the board also accepting this idea of making, you know, wellness something to be a a focus on within the workplaces and actually recognizing companies that do go the extra mile in creating a great ecosystem, a great environment to keep their, the humans, the people who make this company what it is, to keep everybody in a great state, to keep them well. And, um, And so now we've got awards focusing actually on that and rewarding and recognizing companies that are, you know, that are leading in that, in that area. So it's exciting and it continues to get better. Very good. I did not know about that new category. So uh, I will be paying attention to that. So yeah, it's been a great, always been a great event, a real celebration for the community for that. Uh, Is there anything else that you wanted to add for this? Any other points? Well, thanks, Marge. First of all, just, um, I'm so grateful to see that there are people like yourselves connecting the community. First of all, I just want to say that um, it takes work. <laughs> it's, it requires somebody to do the work. 
and uh, look at this community. Like if there's benefit that we are having in this community, it's because of people like yourself, March, doing the work to connect the people. It doesn't just happen. And you can wait for it to happen organically, but when it's done with a plan and it's done in a way that you're doing, it works. And, mm -hmm. and you know, so kudos, first of all, to you. Thank and you. I, I know you don't just work alone. you got people who support you. Um, and, and it's great to also have the others who've come on board to this podcast to share their thoughts and places you've gone, like you talked about in the neighborhood, who've shared and been welcoming to to open themselves up. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that I'm, I'm I'm very grateful to the community and to people like you for for doing this. If there's any other word that I want to sort of put out there, and this is from the Richmond Hill Board of Trade, I would say, uh, and it's also something that's also very you know it's, it's a personal feeling as well, Marge, and that is that um, you know uh, Richmond Hill. It, it doesn't really have to be told this. I think people in Richmond Hill realize it's a special place. Um, and so, so what are we doing with that special? And is, is one thought that I ask myself is how are we as a community, you know, looking to, to continue to share what we have and, and exactly how, how are we going to continue to, and not just continue, but increase and, and keep on that, path of excellence for connecting more and i think we need to connect more again and we all agree that we need to and sometimes there is this little bit of um, hesitation reservation maybe even fear about getting back out there again um you know we've been so used to kind of sitting in our in our isolated positions we don't even realize it ourselves that you know we're, we're going through this trauma that it's okay, first of all, to acknowledge that that's a real thing. And then two, just take steps. And if you're feeling it, reach out and say, hey, I'm thinking this. And how can I get connected? I'd like to get connected. So uh, express your voice is really my message. That's a, a very uh, powerful comment. I've seen that all the time. I feel I'm I feel grateful when people say, yeah, I am. They will confide in me that yeah, it, this is not easy. I am very comfortable not going out. And they know theoretically they would be better off going out, but it's, it is it is scary to, for three years, we've sat and got very comfortable sitting, uh, not interacting and we need to. So yeah, uh, I am going to put in the podcast notes, the website for the Board of Trade, also for your business. I encourage people to check it out. Uh, but yeah, you've got a, a great business there, but I do want to end this podcast with your response to the one question you've already alluded to it, but I'm going to have you say something succinctly name the one thing you really like about this community. What I love about this community is it's humanity. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. One word. Okay. Humanity. Very nice. Thank you for saying that. I'm uh, yeah, very positive. Thank you, Muhammad, for taking the time to do this podcast, and I hope to see you around town soon. Definitely. We 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 were just saying before we got started, we run into each other every so often. I haven't seen you in a bit, but mm -hmm. I'm looking. I'm going to be looking out for you. And thanks for having me here. Okay. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. 
I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected. <laughs>